0: It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Back with you. Here we go. Hour number two of the show off and running. We talked a lot of baseball in the first hour. Maybe a little more in this hour. We got some NFL draft stuff. Some preview stuff that popped up there last night and this morning that may interest you. I think it will. There's some basketball to cover. There's some that happened yesterday. Some that's going to happen tonight. So, plenty to make sure that you and I are educated on and versed on before we get done with this hour. But thankfully we have an hour. It could be less. Thanks for being a part of the show. Lots of ways for you to do that. Call me, text me, or comment on the live stream. Call me on the Divinity phone nine nine five one zero five nine. 1059 Or text me on the country, please, and text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. That's a good way to be a part of the show also. And you can comment on the live stream. So if you're on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch and that's how you're tuning in, hit me up right there. Just type in your comment. It all pops up in one place right here on one little column. I can see it all in one place. I can even put your comments on the screen so others can see it just like this. Uh, Brit says, I was in the left field corner at TD Ameritrade watching when it happened. How about this from Will? Will said, my life was turned upside down. I accepted a new job, was driving on 45 towards Stark while listening to the games on the radio. I started a new job on July 1st at East Mississippi Community College. Radio signal spotty there around Sugar Lock, so I had to keep switching between a phone call with my wife with the camera pointed at the TV using FaceTime, the ESPN app, And radio. (laughs) He says at one point it was six to nothing. Finally regained the signal. It was nine to nothing. And, uh, I think he said the conclusion was all the negative stuff. Yeah. Will said, I tell you all the worrisome things around me just kind of melted away. Yeah. I'm sure it's a good, I'm sure it did. But at the same time though, I mean, you're in the car and you're trying to, the signals going out. (laughs) That's not, that's not fun. Uh, I hear this a lot, too. Barry on YouTube, he said, man, I watched uh, the national championship game last night on YouTube, and when Clark hit the home run, I still got chills. Yeah, I mean, I was filming there in game three with, you know, some, I had two different cameras, and you have a lot of equipment, and hauling it around, and doing some different stuff for a project, and you know, those, the, the bigger, more expensive things, you're looking through the viewfinder, you're, you're kind of, that's your viewpoint of it. And I don't know, it's just like something about it. You just kind of knew this is a big moment. You got two on right here. I don't think there were any outs and there's Clark to the plate. So I just filmed it with my phone because I wanted to see it with my own eyes. I didn't want my eyes to be covered up. I want to see it with my own eyes. I just stood there and did this and and then, bink, and there it goes. And, oh, my goodness. That place went berserk, or berserk, if you pronounce it correctly. Jeremy on the country, please, in text lines says, uh, Do you think some those same Ole Miss fans that were cheering for Mississippi State to win the baseball championship would cheer for MSU if they made the football playoff championship game? LOL, I think not. Well, you never know. Yeah, you just never know. Jackson Mailman said. I'm still anxiously waiting for the national championship car tags to be approved. I forgot all about that, Mailman. Yeah, I mean that was like last summer, right after they won it, something about, hey, we're gonna do we're gonna propose that we have car tags, but I hadn't heard anything about it since. I don't know. Hey, and True Maroon, okay, you sent a video here. It is, am I looking at this right? This was last June. Now, it wouldn't have been the championship series if it was on the 26th. That would have been the Texas game. Have that right? What a minute. no. Yeah, that would have been the Texas game, right? So, let me know, though. Let me, I have, I'll watch it during the break. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the Tanner Leggett walk-off against Texas. Okay. And they filmed you. Is that you in the video? I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to click play during the commercial and watch it. But I'm wondering if that's going to be you or one of your friends in the video. So let me know who that is. I would love to know. Hey, I do have uh, some information for you. Now, you know, back on Monday, reported to you, State is moving up the game time for the season opener on Friday. Now, you if you're a diehard fan, you probably knew this already. But just to make sure, initially, State's season opener was scheduled for 3 o'clock first pitch on Friday. They have moved it up to 2 o'clock. Now, the release and everything that went out said it was because of weather. And it could be because the temperature that night is supposed to drop down really cold. It's actually supposed to drop below freezing. And it may be just trying to you know, give yourself one more hour of daylight, you know, before those temperatures plummet that night, uh, that could be it. Yeah, 2 p.m. Friday, 2 p.m. Saturday, 1 p.m. Sunday. But you do, you also have b- basketball going on. See, Friday night, sometime around what, five, six, seven, I don't know. But there's a basketball game, this makeup game with Missouri. So there's going to be a lot going on on campus on Friday. Uh, I told you some of the other games that are out there as far as openers for SEC baseball on uh, Friday, Ole Miss is hosting Charleston Southern, okay? And Ole Miss and Oxford Swayze in in their top five preseason, Ole Miss is hosting Charleston Southern 4 o'clock central first pitch for that one, Outside of that, there are two series involving SEC teams this weekend on opening weekend that are ranked versus ranked matchups. You say ranked, you know which poll, but generally everybody's using D1 baseball poll now. I mean, generally. And it's fourth-ranked Mississippi State hosting 24th-ranked Long Beach State coming in there. It is now a 2 o'clock first pitch on that one. And then the other one is third-ranked Vandy hosting seventh-ranked Oklahoma State this weekend. So we're getting some good stuff right out of the shoots. LSU will host Maine. They're going to throw first pitch 630 Friday night. Fordham goes to AM. Missouri's on the road at Nichols. Uh, the Florida Gators are hosting Liberty this weekend, opening weekend. Tennessee, top 20 team. Tony Votellos turned that program around. So the volunteers are hosting Georgia Southern. That'll be a 4:30 Eastern, 3:30 Central. Alabama's hosting Xavier. They're a tournament team from a year ago. Went deep in the regional down there in uh, in Baton. I'm sorry, in uh, Ruston at La Tech. Second-ranked Arkansas hosting Illinois State. If you are just tuning in, you would have missed this earlier in the show. But listen to this, Hog who's a big Arkansas fan. This is Arkansas's forecast for opening day on Friday at Bomb Stadium in Fayetteville. High of 47, a low of 12, winds blowing up to 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and baseball coaches and players all over, when weather gets like that, they will tell you yeah, um, that is baseball weather. But here's the other thing I was going to point out for state fans. you've got some stuff you can get. All right, Friday's game, the first 1,000 fans in the stadium for Friday's game are going to get a, a towel that says dogs win again on there. Dogs win again. Saturday's uh, game for state, the first 1,500 fans will receive national championship replica rings. Oh, how about that? First 1500 in the gates on Saturday get a national championship replica ring, and then Sunday, the first 250 students into the ball game on Sunday are going to get a dude effect T-shirt upon entry. They've got a couple of things they want to um, make you aware of in the concourse this year. There is now a trophy case in the concourse. The 2021 National Title Trophy will be center stage with a permanent trophy case installed at the home plate entrance of the stadium. Now, also, later in the year when it starts getting hot, you know, you get on into, you know, May Possibly in April, too, you know, depending. But, you know, you get later in the year, they're going to have new high-volume, low-speed fans installed in the concourse to help patrons stay cool. Uh, let's see, concession options at the dude this year. Market style. What is this? This is my first time to read any of this. Some of y'all may be aware but it. says two main, two main concession stands underneath the grandstand have been converted to market-style Walk-through locations. I don't get it. What are we talking about? Market style. So, like, he says walk-through, market style walk-through locations. Like, so so I walk in, like, a, one of these little things in an airport. I want a candy bar. Just pick it up. I want uh, a magazine to pick that up. And let's see, I'll take some headphones. <laughs> and you go pay for that. Or market style as in, like, I don't get it. I don't know. Somebody got a way to explain that to me? Two main concession stands underneath the grandstand have been converted to market style walk-through locations. Then you've got, see, so that's not what I described because then you have this, grab and go. A new grab-and-go concession stand is now available to fans in center field. Okay, Nathan on YouTube said it's going to be like the football game. Okay. Nathan says you grab pre-made stuff and pay for it, just like the east side of Davis Wade Stadium, and you walk in sort of a line. Yeah, okay, so it's like a little gas station, like, you know, like, you know, market style, You're just like you're in the store. Jonathan says it's like a little gas station. Open the door, grab a Coke, get your snacks, check out, get out of there. So you don't have to stand in line and wait and tell somebody what you want, and they go get it for you. Now, Jonathan texts the show and says that AutoZone Park has it. I'm sorry, Park. I think what you're saying is a Liberty Bowl? The AutoZone Liberty Bowl had its the only good thing about the bowl game. (laughs) Market-style concessions. Grab and go in center field. Taco stand. Tacos are coming to the dude in 2022 with a small taco stand now located near the home plate entrance of the stadium. Bring that on now. Food trucks. 2022 season, going to see the return of several food trucks located in left field for all weekend series. So that will include this weekend. Hey, Nathan, it's not you. It's me, man. Nathan commented on YouTube. that I read, he said, you grab pre-made stuff, pay for it, like the east side of the day. Nathan said, my explanation sounded so unintelligent after you read it. It's not you. It's me. It's the way I read it. It's my fault. Yeah, okay. Also, they have installed ribbon boards. You probably have seen that. That's going to be one of the, it says here, one of the more noticeable enhancements. To the overall fan experience, it makes it possible for fans to follow along with stats and in-game elements from any location inside the dude, including in the outfield. So, if you previously, if you're in the outfield, you want to look at the, you know, the box score, runs, hits, errors, this inning, that inning. You want to look at somebody's stats when they're coming up to bat. You have to figure out a way to see the video board out there in left field. You know, there might be a place you can't see it. But now you got ribbon boards up there in the grandstands, and so everybody would be able to see it. The new video boards, ribbon video boards, run the entire grandstands at 477 feet in length, and they are 3 feet 10 inches in height if you were to get right up there to it. Bully Kid Zone, state style, adding a variety of MSU gear and merchandise you can buy. Starting in 2022, how about this? Dogs win again, raise the flag. Check this out. Starting this year, Mississippi State will select a dude of the game for each home game who will be recognized during the contest and will have the opportunity to raise a brand new Dogs win again flag following the final out of each home victory by the Diamond Dogs. Okay. Okay. The Dude Wall Photo Op. A large mural depicting the traditions behind Mississippi State baseball will be located down the left field line this season with fans having the opportunity to take photos in front of the Dude-themed wall. Uh mural. Okay, and then uh, this is now, this is at the bottom of the list, but I think this is a big deal. At, at the Edgerson uh, Plaza out in right field, In order to improve sight lines, the brick wall in Adkerson Plaza has been lowered for a better viewing experience for all fans located in the right field area. See, prior to this, that Adkerson Plaza out there in right field, the brick wall was actually tall enough that you had to be a pretty good sized person to walk up to it and see over it. Like I would have no trouble, but like my daughter, she'd have no chance of seeing over the wall unless I pick her up and really. My wife, too, (laughs) you know, but now they've lowered it to where everybody can just walk up and see over the edge. That's much better. Much better. Okay. So I thought I'd pass those along. I did see it. I went over to hailstate.com and the first link that popped up said MSU announces several fan enhancements to the dude. The link was posted yesterday and I was not here with y'all yesterday. So some of you, you know, might have been aware of that stuff. I was not. So I thought I'd pass that along to you. Enhancements. That fan experience. They're not going to have much of an issue this year getting fans in there. They sold a record number of season tickets. What was it, 13,000 and something season tickets? Stephanie uh, on Facebook said that uh, she went over there for the lunch break. It looks great. Talking about the some of the enhancements. Getting ready for the weekend. Um, Now, earlier in the show, hour one, I was uh, getting some feedback on where you were and what you were doing during the championship series and and other games in Omaha this past year. Uh, Selfishly kind of getting some feedback on that because I got a thing I was working on and wanted to kind of hear your stories. And some more stuff came in on Twitter. Jared sent me some pictures also. He says, me and my brothers took my dad to Omaha for Father's Day for the first game against Texas. An amazing trip that will have memories forever. Look at that. There's dad and his three boys. Isn't that cool? Picture with the trophy, picture in their seats. What an experience. Very cool. Thanks for sending those pictures along. Uh, Eric Says, watch game three on my phone in the middle of the night while in Greece. Had to get a VPN to be able to stream it. Best part about it was Facetiming all my buddies back home after we won. How about this, world travelers over in Greece figured out a way. And then Randy sent me some cool pictures too. He says they were in, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they were in TD Ameritrade for all four uh, games. He's got. Uh, Okay, first of all, a screenshot showing exactly where he was sitting. Just behind the visiting dugout on the first base side, just up from home plate there. Okay, so you first of all, Randy had great seats. He and his buddies, pictures with the trophy in front of the home plate entrance, pictures in the outfield, and then, of course, a, a picture of the scoreboard. A 9-0 shutout. We still, I mean, have we still figured out a way to grasp The fact that in a title game, they go out there and and, and throw a one-hit shutout of a team like Vanderbilt. It's just crazy that they did that. Marty, he tweeted me and he said he was at Orange Beach with uh, his friends. They had a television and a generator set up on the beach (laughs) watching it. great times and even better memories. That would be an outstanding way to watch something like that happen if you're a fan of that team. Take a generator, put a TV on the beach. Don't even go inside. Just stay outside. (laughs) I love that. All right, and Jonathan, uh, regarding some of the stadium stuff, Jonathan said, everything you're talking about is in line with what Major League Baseball stadiums are doing now. Meanwhile, there's an SEC baseball stadium in Oxford that will allow me to work on my fly fishing cast from time to time. Ah, oh, see, yeah, the drainage. Everybody picks on Swayze about the drainage. I, I, the the fact is, okay. So whatever happened that particular day that it flooded at Swayze, it. I think it was sort of a standalone. There was some sort of singular issue. They figured it out, but nobody ever lets lets them live it down. And I, and also. To, you know, to their credit, it rained like it. I'm talking about monsoon, once a year type of rain <laughs> up there when that happened. Okay, now they got to keep the drains unplugged. Can't let the drains get stopped up. Okay, <laughs> but I, I mean it makes sense, Jonathan. And and the thing about it is. It's much different with football. You know, it's like, I don't know, for years now, I've mentioned this several times, you know, the SEC has a committee that for years now has been keeping track of the attendance trends in individual stadiums and conference-wide, you know, the stadiums, and then also nationally, and like the steady, just kind of trickle off of attendance, college football, how to head that off. All kinds of research about what it takes from a Wi-Fi and an in-game entertainment standpoint to try to encourage people to come to campus as opposed to watching on TV. It just seems like it's it's bigger crowds, so it's a bigger battle maybe in football. It's like in baseball at certain places, you're either going to get the fans or you're not. Now, you take state's baseball fan base. You don't necessarily have to have those improvements to the stadium or any of that stuff in order to get people there. But if you're going to have the stadium, why not follow the lead of the major league stadiums and and have all those amenities and a little tweak here and make concessions easier there? Why not do all that stuff? I think it's a good idea. All right, stick around.
1: Hey, if you love football, so does he. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Nobody breaks down quarterback play better than him. And he's right here, right
0: now. Back with you. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Let me, I got some things I want to jump to here. Uh, let me pour some coffee. Out of my old trusty thermos. You know, I broke the handle on it, Bill, so I just tore the handle off of it. And now it I still just, works, right? Works great. I just use it handleless. I don't need a handle. If you don't have a handle, you don't have to worry about breaking it. <laughs> Hot coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi.
1: A stinking handle. Yeah, who knows it needs a stinking handle.
0: I have this new cup that I got from Mississippi State, the National Champions Cup. Living that up. Yep. See, as of Friday, they won't be, they'll be the defending national champions, but they won't be the national champions because a new season will have started. We're going to find another champion this time. That's the way that works. Better enjoy it while you can. (laughs) Um, So I got a few other things to jump to here. First, though, since it's our show, we can do what we want. A couple of notes in the Wayback Machine for you. Bill, here's one for you. In the Wayback Machine, on American mm-hmm. on American Bandstand on this day, February the sixteenth, nineteen seventy four, somebody called Redbone. Oh yeah, performed this song. It was on American Bandstand. Native American man, right? Redbone, big hit. So the name of the song was Come and Get Your Love. Okay? Yes. On American Bandstand on this day, 1974. Here's the thing though, the lyrics are not complicated.
1: Head, baby,
2: baby. Find it. Come on and find it. and get your
1: love.
0: Come and get your love, yeah. Massive hit, huge hit. But as you ever, I ever seen them perform
1: that, they're all dressed no, up there. they have long hair and the Indian garb and you know they're red bone. They're in okay, uh, Native Americans.
0: I'll have to look it up. It's you a, know it's a really good song. It is a good song and it's a very simple, simple, memorable song. And that's the thing about it. It's like as time has gone on, like modern day, you know, It'd we'll make simple, we'll make fun of lyrics and songs nowadays. And go, boy, it doesn't take much to have a hit song nowadays, does it? I mean, that's stupid. You know? And take my truck down to what's it called, you know? I could have
1: wrote that.
0: Yeah, I could I could. Well, look, folks, that's been going on for a while. And this is a great example. Huge hit. Back in 1974. We're talking 46, 7 years ago. Listen to the lyrics.
1: <laughs> what know even even some of the early Beatles records had very simple lyrics, simple like monster songs. <laughs> some of the biggest, the
0: biggest hits, hits in the-, the
1: Beatles ever had were just just very very simple songs.
0: Yeah, and and some help huge hits that nobody knows what the lyrics are. Yeah, there's some of those out there too. What's he what's he saying right there? I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, you don't have to know. Some uh, of the
1: songs almost got banned because people thought the lyrics were dirty, but they couldn't really tell because they didn't know. <laughs> so they just kind of Maybe that it was the
0: deal. Yeah. We can't actually use these lyrics, so let's slur our words. And nobody knows what we're saying here.
1: Well, they did the same thing with In Agata De Vida. That
0: song was supposed to be In the Garden of Eden,
1: <laughs> but it didn't come out that way when they recorded it.
0: In De Vida. <laughs>
1: so, I think they were a little stoned.
0: Yeah, I think they were. they were. A little bit. Um, also on this day February 16th 1991 now the historical note that went out said that on this day in 91 the 300th episode of Saturday Night Live aired but it wasn't the 300th episode live from New York it's Saturday Night I looked it up Bill It's not. The email got it wrong. It was the 299th episode. Missed it by one. Mm -hmm. It was the 299th episode of Saturday Night Live that aired on this day back in 1991. And everybody remembers the
1: first host, right? Saturday
0: Night Live. Uh, First host?
1: Yeah. No. George Carlin.
0: Was he? Okay, yeah, you told me that bit of trivia at one point. Okay, well, the the Saturday Night Live that aired on this day in 91 was episode 299, and Roseanne Barr was the host. Oh, my goodness. Um, Tom Arnold made a guest appearance. D-Light was the music act. This is 1991. This was the 16th season of Saturday Night Live. And your featured individuals was, in my opinion, the best they've ever had. And I know that's a slap in the face to those that think that Steve Martin and Chevy Chase were and Bill Murray. But this was, I mean, you're talking about 91 is when they hit episode 300 of Saturday Night Live. Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, Jan Hooks, Victoria Jackson, Dennis Miller, Mike Myers, Kevin Nealon, Chris Farley, Tim Meadows, Chris Rock, Julia Sweeney, David Spade, Adam Sandler, Al Franken, Rob Schneider, and A. Whitney Brown. There well, it they is. Were, they were still funny. They were still funny. They were hilarious Yeah. back then. So there's our trip down into the Wayback Machine. Well, way back about an hour ago, we talked uh, baseball stories of where you were and what you were doing when those things happened in the World Series this past summer. I wonder if Judy has a story. Judy's on line one of the Divinity Phone. Hey, Judy, what's up? Hey,
2: Matt. I thought I was going to have to wait for the break.
0: Nope, nope. I had an eye on you over there. (laughs) Thank you for calling.
2: I haven't talked to you in several days.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a while.
2: But it has. So thank you for remembering who I am. (laughs) I have a question. How early do you think I need to be at the stadium Saturday Mm. to be one of the first fifteen hundred? Should I spend the night on the grounds there?
0: Goodness, Judy. (laughs) <laughs> See, well look, let me just and tell you I something.
2: apologize. I don't even know what time the game starts. Okay.
0: All right. And I and you're let me just make sure too. You're asking me okay. because like we said a while ago, the first what was it? First thousand. Um I'm gonna get the number here for you. So Saturday, the first fifteen hundred fans on Saturday oh, okay. in the stadium get the replica national championship ring. That's why you're asking, right, Judy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Far be it for me to give you advice, but I don't want to dismiss <laughs> it. I'm just going to speculate. Okay. Now you okay. may have you may have been just kidding, but no. in but in no. North Mississippi, in North Mississippi, which is where Starkville is, I'm an hour from it. Friday night, the low overnight is supposed to get down to like 27 degrees. Okay. So if okay. you spend the night outside. You get you one of those a good tent and a sub zero <laughs> sleeping bag, okay? You know, and a heater, or a heater and a generator, and build a fire. Just do it legally. So it may be too cold, but uh, as far as getting there early, you know, the game time on Saturday is two p.m. Central. Okay. And and I again, I don't know anything about this, but I would think if you're there, what an hour and a half early. You should be able to be in that first fifteen hundred. I, I think I would think that if y'all are listening and we and you have a better idea of this and can let me know, feel free to call us or text me so I can let Judy know. But my gut, <laughs> Judy, is if you're there at twelve thirty, then well, heck, when do they open the gates though? See, I'm wrong. What,
2: that was my next question. They open
1: them kind of late, don't they? Right before. the Well, game. I don't know. Well, you were there last year, and you
0: said they were just opening the gates. Uh, and we'll or, see. And that was the. I think it's different for the postseason than it is yeah, the. That's true. Do you have any idea, Annabeth?
2: I have no idea, but I'm worried that if you tell Judy the wrong thing, you're going to owe her. I'm going to owe her a oh championship ring. A ring. So I, I would. Oh. S- yeah. Oh. Hey. You shouldn't tell, tell her, you her you the wrong info, in Judy. <laughs> I've, I've got a ring. I've got a ring. The only one that really counts is my wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it. right. But okay, I would, Judy. I would love to have a bulldog
0: ring. Here's what I'm going to do. All right, we're about to okay. have a we're about to have a commercial break. I'm going to send okay. out a text to a couple of people that might know, and hopefully by the time we come back from commercial break, I can tell you what time the gates will open on Saturday, and then you just kind of decide from there how early you might need to get there. How about that? Okay, that all
2: sounds right? great. Okay. Say hello to your beautiful bride. I didn't mean to ignore her. Hey, Judy. Well, she just showed
0: up. Judy, she'd been out um, doing stuff, and and she came walking in at the last minute, and she just put the headset (laughs) on right there as you and I were talking on the phone.
2: Well, good deal. Hey, Judy. Say hello to your charming daughter. Uh (laughs) We'll tell her. Okay. Y'all have a good day, and thank you for answering my question when you do. Thanks, Judy. Okay.
0: I'm sending a text. Thank you. Appreciate the call. I'm sending a text out right now. What time Yeah, because I heard you say, Well, if you get there an hour and a half early, that should work.
2: You don't know.
0: I don't have. You don't have a clue. I don't have one clue when the gates will open on Saturday. Is it two hours before see I don't know. For football it's what? Two hours before kickoff for football.
2: Matt, you go to press boxes. You don't ever go to regular seats like the rest of us, so you don't know.
0: I just don't know.
2: I'm glad you. I don't even really
0: out. know for sure who to. Trying to figure out here who to ask. Let's, let me just text some random people and see if. I feel if they sure know.
2: you can ask somebody that knows. Somebody.
0: Okay, uh, as you can hear, we're going to get to spend just a little bit of time with the Homecoming Queen when we come back in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stay with us. Show. the guy who would not talking sports He he's fishing for bass okay but he's
1: right here right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes that's your walk-up song is that my
2: walk-up song I like Mississippi
0: that Mississippi Queen
2: you should have a full day of um, walk-up songs I love when you talk about this you do yes
0: I think we have the list of them out there now, ask I think.
2: listeners who they what their song would be I what it would that. be yeah. yes I think that's fun
0: um the Mississippi State, Ole Miss, they they put the list out. Says here are the walk up songs for serious? our players. Yeah, really. So you can go and you can look what every player on these teams is going to use.
2: That's so official.
0: Ninety four point seven percent of the songs I never heard of. I had to go look some of them up.
1: Well, this is the perfect song for the homecoming queen. That's her song it's about that. the Mississippi Queen down around Vicksburg. Down, Vicksburg's down in it. Nice. Yeah, Vicksburg is in it. Yeah, you didn't hear that part. Yes, on and second, it talks really?
2: about Louisiana. Yeah. There it was. Did you hear it, Matt? Mm-hmm,
1: there it was.
2: Yeah, there she is, down around Vicksburg, <laughs> and, and we and I grew up thirty seconds from Louisiana. It's
1: like she knew <laughs> Leslie West when you wrote the song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
2: It is great. I, I know what your songs could be, Matt. Some of the songs from the um, halftime from the Super Bowl. Did y'all oh. talk about that?
0: <laughs> Let me just tell I'm a little, y'all something. I'm a
2: little late coming to the show on the Super Bowl on Wednesday of the Super Bowl being on Sunday.
0: Let me tell y'all something. Yeah. That kid right over there <laughs> had a blast well, during halftime of the Super Bowl.
2: No, I, it was just my age. I mean, all those people are like 50. That's her, that's her people. That was just back in the day. That was just, that when, was we were our in, people. just when we were in high school. Now, I didn't know some of it. I'll be honest. I didn't know some of but it. But you knew just about all of yeah, it. Yeah. You 50
0: Cent looked like a dollar. Yeah, that's
1: 50
2: what 50 Cent looked
0: like 250 Cent. That's what Matt said. <laughs> that sucker put on some weight. No,
2: I didn't agree with all And he all was th-
0: hanging by his knees. That was yeah.
2: Cool. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't love, you know, some of the stuff, but I, lo- you know, I love that music. It's old school from when we were... Yeah, uh,
0: my top three choices, if I were playing ball and I was choosing a walk-up song, would either be Snoop. the theme song to my favorite TV show... Yeah, okay. pro- yeah, of course. I'm telling you, <laughs> of course. I'm t- if you're listening and y'all want to, you you're a player and you want a fan, make Sanford and Son your walk up. Oh Lord! Hey, Bill, it, that would be yelling at you. We no. where were we? Annie? Houston. we were we were in the car in Houston, Mississippi, downtown Houston, Mississippi on Sunday on the way to church, yeah. and they have the Sanford and Son truck. An exact replica parked right on the square with Sanford and Son on the side of it. I think it's in kind front
1: of a flower shop or something. Did you get out and get your picture made? Come on. See, That's the only enough. thing
0: is... What's enough? That's enough. The song... Music. Okay. The only thing is... It, they put like flowers in the bed of the truck, but maybe yeah. think it's not think running.
2: It, yeah, well, yeah. I think it's just there, kind of with the care. sign of the business. Bill, we did not get our picture taken next to it because we were on the way to the church where Matt did the sermon. Well, oh. he won't call it a sermon. He says it was the message. That's
0: what it was, message.
2: He did great. It was. They asked him since it was Super Bowl Sunday to do a, a talk with some sports analogies. Yeah. And so that's what he did. It was good. And Mary Liddy sang. It was a sweet day, sweet Sunday.
0: It was fun.
1: Made sweeter if you'd had your picture taken in front of that
2: truck. Yeah. And if Joe Burrow had won, that's who I was for. Well, well. I like the other guys. I, n-
0: I knew they weren't going to win. I you knew. You tried to tell I tried tell to tell Annabeth.
2: I was so sad. Yeah. Whatever. It's okay.
1: You know, a lot of people don't realize <laughs> Snoop, Snoop Dogg is from Macomb, you know.
2: What? No, no. I did not know that. I yeah, didn't know, his know that. His
1: real name is Calvin.
2: something. Here's here's Matt. Here's Matt but so is,
1: so is, uh what's her face, though? the other girl? The girl. Um, Brandy. Brandy's
2: from there. Too. I think I knew that. I didn't know that about Snoop. But hey, here's he, what won't, Matt, he won't
1: tell you that. He'll always say he's from Long Beach.
2: Here's what Matt and I do during the halftime. We're Googling. We're going, "Hey, how old is Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> how old is Dr. He's Dre?" 50, he's 50. Dr. Like, Dre 56. Eminem yeah. 49. Mary J Blige.
0: Is, yeah, like Eminem's mm-hmm. 49 years old.
2: <laughs> we We probably had more fun doing that and Mary yeah. Liddy was not impressed at all.
0: She was not all that impressed she, with any of it.
2: Yeah, it was funny take you know, it, you know take her to leave it, it she's much
0: it much more impressed with kids bop these days and yeah, Disney Disney songs and all that kind of stuff okay hey um housekeeping here Judy if you're listening Judy who called a little bit ago listen up everybody listen on Saturday at the Mississippi State game the first 1500 fans who get into du- Duty noble Field Polk Dement Stadium are going to get a replica national championship ring. Gates will open. I have the official answer. Gates will open 90 minutes before first pitch. First pitch scheduled for two o'clock Saturday. That means 12:30. The gates will open. That means to get there early enough to be one of the first 1,500 in, you're gonna have to be there. I would.
2: There's gonna be a line. I'm sure.
0: Y- there will be a line. Y'all decide. Wow. If it were me. I'd show up at eleven thirty, an hour before they open the gates. Take my chances. I don't know, man. But that it might not, might not be, be early enough. I might not be early enough. So it's up to you. But I'm just passing along the information. Yeah, you might get there at eleven thirty. There'd be a line all around, the and street. they'll say, you "May do it."
2: Matt Wyatt said, "If I got here at this time,
0: <laughs> I'm not <laughs> telling y'all. I have no idea what time you should get there."
2: Better. That's a better answer. I have no. Okay, idea. what are your other two walk-up songs?
0: Oh, you really want to know?
2: Well, I I just all right. I the other one I might know.
0: Okay, the other one would be, possibly, maybe, the theme from My Name is Nobody. One of the best, if not the best, Western movies ever ever made that nobody knows about. Uh. And then the third choice, which um, it might be what I actually go with, is Five Pounds five of Possum. Five
2: Pounds of Possum,
0: and oh, I'll send God. it out to all <laughs> you... <laughs> road five Pounds of Possum. Annie... Don't... It would be so popular as a walk-up. I wish y'all could see her face right now.
2: I thought you had better choices than us. Sunday just give it just a, a minute.
1: Of the road, <laughs> Five pounds of possum in
2: my headlight tonight. All right, let's wrap it up. Hold on, this is... <laughs> Five pounds of possum in my headlight tonight. If I can run them over, everything will be all right. See that possum gravy <laughs> Oh, Bill, I'm sorry, Bill. Bill, cut him
1: Five
0: off, I of <laughs> like cut him off, I cut the whole show Yeah, out, true. Right. I mean... <laughs> Okay. Who doesn't like a good banjo in her walk-up music? All right. Yeah, right. I'll tell you Maybe what. Maybe or Gomer. Yeah, you know. If you played at Mississippi State, would you be allowed to have the Jackson State Sonic Boom? Probably not.
2: Ooh, that'd be good. That would be great, though. Uh, yeah,
0: they're it getting would ready be good. to
1: spin, too. You know, they were undefeated last week.
0: Annie, last did last you... I don't oh, bring well. this up because you're here. I wanted to bring it up at some point on the show, and I'm running out of time.
2: Yeah, did well. you
0: see... What happened to the Ole Miss men's basketball team last night?
2: I missed that.
0: Well, let me tell you what happened. They lost. Well, they were playing South Carolina in men's basketball last night. In Oxford? In Oxford. In overtime, tied 74 74, South Carolina's inbounding the ball on the other end of the court with like a second left on the clock. Here's what it sounded in like. In overtime? In overtime, tied 74 74, and we are about to go out of time to go to the next overtime. Here's what it sounded like on South Carolina radio.
2: Jermaine not having any luck getting it in, now finds Reese at midcourt, and he shoots it immediately, and oh! he makes it in! No. He- makes it in no. holy moly James Reese from midcourt sinks a three-pointer and the Gamecocks have won in Oxford for only what? the third time ever
0: he hit a half court oh, shot my word. like the guy should have been more it.
2: like a five point he,
0: yeah <laughs> he oh. inbound like throws baseball pass guy at midcourt catches it turns and just heaves it to the other end and Gives it, it banked in
2: is that a Hail Mary in basketball? Yeah. I can't believe that. Oh no! But, um, yeah. That is so unfortunate. <laughs> here's ah. what it's
0: here's what it sounded like on TV.
1: Tied up at 74. <laughs> throw it, longer, man! Just throw it. Cousnard gets rid of it. Reese the
2: heave. Oh! oh! It's <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> oh he's Who was that? That was hilarious. That Sounds hilarious. like somebody
0: shot him. Oh!
2: Oh! 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 That, oh! That's hilarious. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, that's hilarious. Sven on YouTube, he's over in Berlin, Germany. He says, Terrence Hill in My Name is Nobody. That's a classic, Matt. It is a classic. Wow. The only Westerns sort of-ish that I put in that category is, you know, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, the Spaghetti Westerns with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. That's Good, true. Bad, and the Ugly, "A Few Dollars More, Fistful of Dollars. And listen, My Name is Nobody. Terrence Hill and Henry Fonda, I mean, it's that good. Thank you. Matt. Discovered it during COVID.
2: Yeah, you did. And have
0: been singing its praises ever since. Yeah, you loved it. And then of course you got you know the the you you don't you don't want to hear that. There's that
2: Coldplay song that you like. What's that? That's like Coldplay
0: uh, would be a might... good walk-up song. I also think there was another one here. Sorry,
2: this headset is really messed up. What did you do to it?
0: I may have accidentally dropped it. I thought if you're a big hitter, I always thought this 80s song would be a good one. Good walk-up song. Yeah. Because it's look. sledgehammer.
2: Yeah. Have a little swag as you walk up. Yeah. It's got a little beat to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little good. swag. Yeah.
0: Did you just say have a little swag? Yeah, a
2: little swagger.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's, that's a all good. I got. Sledgehammer. That's
0: good. Ooh, how about, how about having the natural? When the guy hits the home okay, run as that, your walk-up song. Okay,
2: that is what I thought you were going to say. And you said the possum. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Here's the thing
0: about it. You'd have to be a really confident, brash, cocky dude to choose this. What's the guy you, from
2: Mississippi State? Jake Mangum could have done this.
0: Mangum could have pulled it he off. could have pulled
2: it off. Not many could pull it off. What's the guy from Ole Miss that was so good that broke his arm and still hit, or what was his name?
0: <laughs> well, Tim Elko.
2: Yes. He well, could have pulled it off. He's out there on a ace, torn ACL, Tournament.
0: hitting home runs and stuff.
2: ACL, not arm. ACL. Yeah, uh, he could have. He hey, could have had that.
0: By the way.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Tim Elko's back. COVID gave, gives everybody that dude's back. Wait, at Ole Miss? He's back this year on the Stop. Ole Miss team. I did the not Ole Miss know that. team. Uh, people better not overlook the Ole Miss team. They're relatively loaded in their lineup.
2: I'm sure you've talked about the rankings.
0: Uh, they're fifth in a country preseason. State's fourth. I think yeah. Vandy's third. Uh, Ole Miss, Jacob Gonzalez, their shortstop is a legit star. You know, the question marks for them are their pitching staff. We don't really know, but they recruited a very high level.
2: When does Mississippi State play Ole Miss for the first time?
0: Oh, uh, that's a good question. It's later on in the year. I mean, yeah. it's – and it'll be – the series will be in Oxford this year. Okay. It was at State last year or so.
2: Thanks for your walk-up songs.
0: What would yours be? Oh, oh yeah. Hi. Mississippi Queen. Yeah, there you go. Down around Vicksburg.
2: Down around Vicksburg, Bill.
0: <laughs> thanks, Bill. Thank you very welcome.
2: <laughs> thanks, Homecoming Queen. Good to see you. Good to see you. You too, Bill.
0: Folks, thanks for Bye-bye. tuning in. For Bill, I'm Matt. We will see you all tomorrow, same time, same place, in the Farm Bureau studio. See you then.